Well, welcome everyone to the Embracing Brokenness podcast. As you'll notice, we are a little bit off schedule a bit. Uh, this for a very specific reason, uh, which most of you are familiar. We are going to pause just for a little bit today to pray for Ukraine. Uh, if you understand world events, you understand the severity of the invasion that's taken place. And it's an unprovoked one, for sure. And as we see the impact around the world, you know, I think that what resonates most to me is just our immediate emotions that come in behind all of this and how difficult it is for most to really understand or cope with what we're watching. You know, if you think about it, just a recent, what, more than 10 days ago, I'm recording this on a Saturday, uh, the second weekend after the Russians decided to invade this country. And I, I, it's, it's really hard because um, initially I wasn't sure, you know, really what was happening. We understood there was threats. I don't, I'm not sure that many of us believed that this could actually happen. It's one of the biggest events we've seen in the uh, picture around the world where there's an unprovoked aggressive force at work since World War II. So that's a really difficult one for many of us to process because I was very young then and for most of you listening I would likely believe have very few if any memories of what went on back then. But think about the severity of the situation and coming off a pandemic it's been brutal. Ukraine's health services were stretched even then. And of course, if you look around the world, including there, Russian aggression with other countries in the region, but even China and the threats to Taiwan. And, you know, this world order is, seems a bit upside down right now. So we're feeling it. We're all feeling it. There's a lot of emotion behind it. We have to sort it out. So we're here, really, to offer prayer for the Ukrainian people and, and really the world leaders that are influencing strategies and tactics around bringing peace to the region. But we need to remind ourselves of something. And I was looking at Matthew 24, at the Olivet Discourse. There's a couple other places it's referred to in Mark and Luke. But this is what the Bible says, beginning in verse 1. Jesus left the temple and was going away. When his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple, but he answered them, You see all these, do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And verse 3 says this, As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming at the end of the age? And if you notice, there's two questions there. One was referring to the temple. Jesus referred you know, noting that the temple will be torn down. This was fulfilled by the Romans. I think it was around 70 AD. Uh, but then the second question is one that he focuses on here uh, from verse 4. And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not alarmed, for this must take place but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning 
of the birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for many, my name's sake. And then many will fall away, betray one another, and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. And I think what we're seeing right now is that. And I, th I think we need to be cautious about how we you know, interpret prophecy in these times. And I think it's appropriate that we look at the signs of the age and understand what's happening around us. And as, as Christ followers, as believers, we don't have a spirit of fear. You know, our Savior, who represents love, cast out all fear. But yet, this is very telling about where we sit in world history. And so how we sort of sift through uh, what's happening here in, in the context of our days is really important. So I, I would challenge you to just sit quietly with the Lord and understand that there are a, a ton of ways to look at this. Uh, and I think for all of us, this uncertainty, there's a common theme here. Think about, you know, again, coming off a pandemic and there's this, this sort of relief in some ways of where we sit right now because so many people were impacted by it and now this so one thing after another after another well these are birth pangs these are the things that that jesus told us about right here that are to come but right now the people of god need to surround the ukrainian people in prayer and the leaders that are again, influencing and involved in the decision-making process about what's happening right now. So rather than reinvent something that I was uh, privileged to be able to sit and hear just yesterday, I want to play for you uh, a prayer, a guided prayer that John Eldridge offered up. And I, I just listen in and pray together with me for the Ukrainian people and what this really means is important for you to sift through in your own mind and your own heart but let's just bring this to prayer bring this to the Lord there's so much we can do in the spiritual realm around the evil forces that are influencing people from the Kremlin all the way through to the other sides of the world so won't you join me in prayer we pray, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I bring my emotions to you, God. And, and then, friends, just what have you been feeling? Has it been the fear or the rage or the, the overwhelmed? Is, is it grief and heartbroken? We bring that to you, God, right now. I bring that to you because I need to be one heart and one mind and one perspective and one life with you right now, God. I need to be one with you right now. I want to think clearly about global events. I want to pray effectively by the Spirit. I want to pray powerfully in the Spirit. And so, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we pray for intervention. 
we pray for the hand of God to intervene to stop this war. We pray for the protection of human lives, for the literal shield of heaven to come over human lives, Lord, to come over those who are fleeing and over all of the refugees now pouring into other countries, that they have care, that, that there are help, that there are solutions, that, that there is provision there. We pray for the shield of heaven over those who are trapped and caught in the conflict. We pray for the shield of heaven over those who are fighting to protect human lives, Lord. We pray, Father, that you would strengthen the hearts of your people, strengthen with a mighty inner strength the hearts of your sons and daughters in Ukraine and throughout Eastern Europe and throughout the world, Lord. We pray for the strength of God to fill the hearts and minds the emotions, the resilience, the perspective of your sons and daughters in this conflict. And Lord, we pray, we pray that you would send in your angel armies to thwart the Russian army, every aggressor, and to protect human lives. We pray for catastrophic failure in the Russian advance. We pray for absolute chaos, just as you would strike the armies of hostile nations in the Old Testament with absolute chaos, God. We release chaos into the Russian leadership, into the Russian ground forces, into every, every angle of this, of this assault. We pray for a catastrophic failure collapse of communication, collapse of supplies, utter chaos and coordination. We pray for an utter loss of heart in the high command. We pray for an utter loss of heart in the field, utter loss of courage on the part of the aggressors that they would literally lose their will to fight. We pray you would confound this advance, confound this war, at every front. We pray that you would give great wisdom for our leaders. And wherever you are in the world listening to this, you can pray for your leaders. We pray for the leadership of our countries. We pray for great wisdom for the leaders of the free world in how to act, in what to do, in the timing of it, God. Let them, let them not miss the timing of it. Father God Almighty, Lord of heaven and earth, we pray for restraint, that you would restrain Putin's hand, the hand of the high command, the Russian army. And we pray to walk very closely with you in this hour. Jesus, what else? What should I pray? This is what I do every time when I go to prayer gangs. I, 
pause and listen and align and say, Jesus, what do you want me to pray? So I'm just going to give you that moment right now. Jesus, what else do I pray? We are standing united in these prayers, in these days, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, ruler, Lord of heaven and of earth. 